1: Welcome to a to d Sports, powered as always by the ben MGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for a to d sports.com and We are Nashville's on-demand sports.net going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com for your new ride. Make them a part of that process. The Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans. Get better with farm your health plans at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And the Aura app, protecting your information online. And get a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash ATOZ and Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three locations in the Mid-State serving you, Columbia, Murfreesboro, and Franklin. Their website is KrebsKubota.com. Sam, I'll kick it off to you to let you start. What was the vibe like Tuesday for Mike Vrabel's you know, Monday afternoon press conference where they had this historic win, they fly it back late after that game, Monday Night Football victory for the Titans on national TV. Uh, what was it like over there at St. Thomas Sports Park uh, within that press conference, I know you weren't going in the locker room, but, uh, did you have, did it have a noticeable victory energy surrounding it compared to the last week you were there for a day after Vrabel press conference, he fired Craig Aukerman, the special teams coach, very different in about seven or eight days.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it, it we need to do some context here though. Cause Mike Vrabel's a weirdo and yeah like he's at his best almost like when things are not great. Some of the time, I mean, like after firing Craig Ackerman, he had probably his most honest and forthcoming press conference I've ever seen where he offered up injury information, where he, uh, you know, uh, really addressed like a plethora of, of questions and issues that were on the fans of the media and Titans fans. And just kind of was very like came forward and told you the truth about all of them. And, and yeah weird because they're losing all these games. Maybe Mike is then a little bit more honest and open because he's trying to win some good faith when the team is losing. And I have felt that vibe over the last few weeks of just like, you know, having conversations with him off camera before, before or after press conferences of like, he's a little bit more friendly when the team is losing football games. It's weird. Mike Vrabel's a weirdo though. So this is important to remember. Uh, Yesterday did have a little bit more of, I would say some relief and just happiness to be there from Vrabel, a level of payoff, I think, for a coach who really loves coaching. I know that seems like no dub, but like Mike Vrabel really (laughs) loves coaching. Uh, He loves investing in players. He loves working on improvement for players. And he especially loves when there's a payoff for his hard work. He loves it for himself and he loves it for his players. So to see a team that had struggled as much as the Titans have over the past, you know, honestly, really since the beginning of the season, failing to live up to expectations, but constantly coming up kind of close, especially in that Indianapolis Colts game, there was a, just a big positive vibe coming off of Mike Vrabel of like, whew, all right, we did it. These guys see how good they can be, and now we can build and move on from here.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you talk about how different it is week after week. Uh, Bork says they fired the special teams coach then blocked a the field goal the next game. And I, I tweeted right after that happened, that the Titans special teams has interim coach energy <laughs> because that typically happens when a coach is fired, you get a little boost of adrenaline and that interim coach energy, and do something good. Always pretty good with the Titan special teams until Eric Gehrer, uh, muffs that punt off a of bounce, and you know I don't give a bleep is what Mike yeah, said about a good Eric video. I mean,
0: just so good that yeah. like <laughs> the Very distinct funny. lip reading on the broadcast, perfect.
1: <laughs> so yes, it, it was absolutely perfect,
0: but it was like you saw an
1: improvement from Titan special teams from one week to the next. What you didn't see was Will Levis taking coaching orders from doing a helicopter dive uh the week before against the Colts and then lowering his shoulder multiple times, one on Jalen Ramsey's, you know, nameplate as Jalen Ramsey was folded like a table. And then again on a defensive lineman on the thick pick six, uh there uh, Will Levis did not seem to learn anything from the week prior.
0: Yeah, I mean, he Will Levis is just such a competitor, right? And so I think in his brain, he understands sliding. He understands getting down. He understands that he needs to do it, right? And and not necessarily put his body in harm's way. And I do think a majority of the time, he would do it. If it's first and 10, and Will is, you know, he escapes the pocket and he's rolling and he starts running sees a linebacker closing in, right? He probably slides for a gain of two rather than trying to extend it to a gain of five and putting himself in danger. I don't really have any doubts about that, but this dude is such a competitor that he gets caught up in the heat of some of these very competitive moments in the plays that you just referenced, right? A pick six, whereas a quarterback, you're like, no. How can I make up for this? I have to make up for this. We can't a lot like, and you're just going and putting it all out there. And then lowering his shoulder on Jalen Ramsey comes on. I I believe it was a third and 10. The, Mm -hmm. The Titans had felt like they were losing control of the football game and really, really needed points on that drive. And they were in borderline field goal range. He had just about been sacked for a 10 yard loss, somehow escaped the sack. And I think Will Levis got caught up in the, we're not coming away from this drive empty handed. We need points here. Boom. I'm lowering my shoulder on you. Not necessarily thinking about what the potential repercussions of that could have been for him long-term in that moment. So, I mean, I love the fact that it, Honestly, does just derive from competitiveness and anger and frustration about a situation. Uh, but yeah, there is a level that the Titans need to talk them off the ledge and be like, all right, let's pick and choose our battles here. And in the first quarter of a game, and week 14 is not the battle that we need to choose.
1: And they're trying. Mike Vrabel says they're trying to talk to Will Evans about it. It's just not landing. Last week, after the helicopter, you talked about. Him being careful, and then he was throwing his shoulder around a couple different occasions yesterday. How do you how do you kind of use that element to temper the injury risk?
0: Um, I don't know. I think uh, we're still trying to work on that. We showed them examples of quarterbacks sliding and using the rules to their advantage. I guess we'll have to show them examples of quarterbacks not sliding and getting the knocked out of them. So. We're gonna try the the other way this week. Uh, I mean, what well, in all time, Mike Vrabel response there just absolutely classic and probably right. I mean, that's probably what would work is like all these videos of uh of dudes getting down and getting that late hit penalty. Right on paper, you're like, hey, Will, look at how he manipulated the rule book to help himself. Right, but I don't know if that's resonating enough. Like, you got to pull out the Pull out the RG3 and Justin Fields tape or Matt Moore in the playoff game in Pittsburgh and just any tape of a guy getting Jake Locker. Absolute, just yeah. show
1: Jake Locker. You, <laughs> you don't have to go very far, but down the hall to get the file on Jake Locker on how that worked. But anyway, all right. So this brings up a. I have two questions, Sam. One of them is for you to ask Will Levis uh, today, another one is just kind of figure out because Will Levis is this emotional guy. Quarterbacks are supposed to be even, right? Like they're supposed to elevate their teammates' level of play, but they're supposed to be the even guy—the not too high when things are good, not too low when things are bad. They're supposed to be right there in the middle, that perfect temperature of porridge uh, for Goldilocks. That's what quarterbacks' emotions are supposed to be. Is Will Levis crossing the line of accept acceptable quarterback emotion? Is he crossing that line? We'll get to that conversation and. The question I want you to ask Will Levis today at his press conference, and it's not about donuts because I don't think Will Levis with that body fat percentage and the veins he's got popping out of his biceps is eating any donuts anytime soon. But Fox's Donut Den is right there in Green Hills, right next to your neck of the woods, Sam, and next to Hillsborough High School, and the perfect place to make Fox's Donut Den a part of your holidays. If you've got the family gathering or the party, or just you need to bring some cheer to the office right before you guys, uh, take some time off for the holidays. Fox's Donut Den needs to be your stop. The best thing about Fox's Donut Den around the holidays, when Hillsboro High School is out, that's even less Green Hills traffic for you to buy, uh, fight against. But Fox's Donut Den made fresh every day. It's more than just donuts. They have all types of different pastries that are literally made fresh every morning and throughout that day by our guy Norm over at Fox's Donut Den. So go check it out. I know several people, that, names we've mentioned on the show today have uh, – i frequent into Fox's Donut Den. Uh, I'll let you guys try to connect the dots and do that search on your own. But Fox's Donut Den is the place you need to go uh, for the holidays to get donuts and more. Fox's Donut Den and gift cards are great as well. So check them out in Green Hills.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code A T O Z Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, if that first bet misses, no worries, whatever your bet amount was up to $1,500, that amount goes back into your account for a second chance at winning big. That's the best way to do sports gambling is when the risk is limited and you get multiple shots of hitting the big one. Uh, So go and do any of your sports betting with the king of sports books. That's BetMGM and BetMGM.com we got a lot to
1: get to today with Will Levis. We'll get to DeAndre Hopkins and why he gives Titans fans even more of a reason to buy in on Will Levis now, Uh, but is Will Levis crossing the line of acceptable quarterback emotion? Sam, I don't know if there's any chat comments you want to get to on this, but any way that he is crossing the line on acceptable quarterback emotion, I think it's regardless of how people feel about us asking this question, I think it's relevant to ask it because as we just played the video from Mike Vrabel, you know, they're going to have to make sure that he doesn't get himself killed out there and hurt this team by not being available because he's had some plays that uh, other guys would have gotten hurt. Now you've got the body armor that he has on him and the fact that he's only just 23, 24 years old, uh, that he can bounce back from these things. But is he crossing the line of acceptable quarterback emotion? What are you seeing from uh, the chat here on this?
0: Uh, Darren says, no one said Brady was too emotional. Uh, Caleb says, people are really saying this dude needs to stop showing emotion. How well, dare No, no, I, no, no, I no, no we're not, a not, not saying
1: that. and And we're not saying Tom Brady was either. I think there's a difference in my opinion. I think it's the the optics, right? When Tom Brady screams, let's go. Like you don't see just the muscles flex. You don't see the physical nature of Tom. You see like, because of the lack of muscles, I'm just honest, like the lack of Tom Brady's physical stature showing, it feels like barking leadership, right? Where Will Levis's emotion feels like it's raw, and borderline uncontrolled. Does that make sense? Like the optics are different because of Brady's just non-physical imposing uh, style and body.
0: Yeah. I mean, I got, I don't know. I guess what will exudes a lot of testosterone when he's, you know, you see veins,
1: meathead, right? Like Levis is doing this. It's oh, look at this meathead out here playing quarterback, Tom Brady doing this. Meathead is never a word used to describe Tom Brady. Never.
0: Yeah. Well, Tiffany says no, she thinks it's just passionate. And John says no, because his post-game interviews show the QBIQ and the fact that he can articulate his job before, during, and after the game. Just passionate, not wild. So I think that speaks to that uh that me head, meathead thing. Uh MB. Yes. I disagree with this idea it says he just wanted to put on hand ran, a hit on Ramsey to make a point and it's unnecessary. I think he's fighting for extra yardage there. I mean,
1: and by the way, down, he didn't get, he didn't get the first down, right? That was the play where he, I think it was third and 14. I think he got about nine or 10 yards. It would have been fourth and five in folks field goal range, but Bradley Chubb had the dumb penalty where he spiked his helmet afterwards yeah, and gave I'm, the Titans new life.
0: Yeah, I, I think he met, you know, he met Ramsey like six yards away from the sticks. I think there was a thought that if he could break a tackle, he could fall forward and get a first down. And he was fighting for a first down. Uh, so, I mean, I guess to answer the question, no, I, I don't. I think this is kind of a, I was honestly surprised he asked the question. I I, I love I the, 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 about the emotion. Like you, the, you're surprised that I asked the question. Kind of. Yeah.
1: Well, but because I think it's, and Tarrant says, I want to slap Austin. Like, you guys are shooting Look, me asking the question. No, hey, I hey. I,
0: it, I think it's good to ask it because I think we can bring it up and talk about it. But yeah. I, I think uh, I love it. I, I love the emotion that Will Levis plays with. I, I love that it is out of control at times. I love that it's fiery and wildly passionate, as Tiffany said, all at once. I, I think it. Fans care about sports so much, so passionately. And I think it speaks to fans a lot when your favorite players or the players on your favorite teams care as much as you do. And I know they do, right? But like what when you can feel them caring as much as you do. And I think it can speak to a locker room when the quarterback of your team is willing to do whatever it takes to win a football game and cares this much i look at will levis screaming and the the veins popping out of his arms and him going all vascular meathead after you know a a big touchdown drive and i go that's a guy who wants to win that's a guy who cares that's a guy who is absolutely fired up and just has competitive spirit. Like he just breathes competition and competitive spirit and has drive, right? I mean, you and I have talked about a couple players on may, may or may not allegedly be on this roster that were are just like soft, softer yeah. than pudding, right? S-A-E-B-F-P, and there's nothing more infuriating yeah. than watching somebody who's just even keel, I like the spark. I, I like there's the a spark.
1: there's a yeah, but there is a balance to it. And so do I think Will Levis mm-hmm. has crossed the line of acceptable quarterback emotion? My answer is no, but it could easily get there. And it's all about the the fact that his his bite follows up the bark, I think, is valuable here. You just can't have the fake tough guy energy, the fake uh, testosterone energy. I mean, here's my question I want you to ask Will Levis, because Kyle Brandt. Gave Will Levis the angry run of the week yesterday on Good Morning Football. And as Kyle Brent was going through his WWE style delivery, which I was cracking up at, he talked about, the, I want some of that pre workout that Will Levis is drinking. What is that? Is it the new Sour Patch Kids flavor? And so I want you to ask Will Levis what his, what his pre workout flavor is because the guy is amped. He talked about He's jacked I feel like he's up. He's
0: probably he... a no pre workout guy.
1: You know, there is no way in hell. That's why I want you to ask him that today. I don't know. Will Levis strikes like
0: Dude, there are guys like this. You got good Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, see, I'm as a pre-workout guy myself, I'm always, I'm like, I need pre-workout. I cannot get juice like that any, anymore. I used to kind of be able to, uh, my body's hit like a tolerance point where like, I need to get amped off pre-workout to have that level of juice Will Levis had. But I know there's guys out there that like, like some athletes just show up and they can power lift and go crazy. And they're just, you know, natural all the time it's yep it's nuts but but, it, um, but
1: look and i know that it's like hockey players in intermission they're drinking coffee and pre-workout there i know that for a fact i know there's 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 you know guys drink pre-workout whether it's before practice or before games they have to find that level to where it's it gets them juiced but not have them exhaust all of their energy they can't have the crash afterwards all that so you know, i'm joking but i'm actually serious about you asking will levis about his favorite pre-workout flavor because i think Kyle Brent would like to know, because uh, he's all about that. Now, uh, Ty did say uh, he was joking about slapping me. He didn't know that I could see his <laughs> comment. Uh, yeah, I t- uh, Terrence, <laughs> Ty. Terrence, uh yeah, I can see your comment. Ask Ryan, uh, who may or may not be here uh, this morning because of what happened yesterday at the end of the show. Where is Ooh. Ryan? As King VC gives out a super did chat, he, Sam, did I'll, he get, I'll have to fill get you in later yesterday? on. Ryan getting exposed. Uh, but no, I I don't think Will Levis has crossed that line. Uh, but again, I think it's it is a a meaningful conversation and an important conversation to have internally for him to make sure that he stays in a in a in a in a area that he can still perform well while he is being emotional and passionate. Because you don't want guys that are getting too jacked up. Sam, I, I was watching the Dolphins Monday night. I thought the dolphins had self-destructive energy. I felt the dolphins were a little too jacked up to play cool in that game. And you saw several moments where they had 15 yard penalties after the play that gave the Titans free yards and points. And so so you have to know where the level is and to not cross that line.
0: Yeah. But here's, here's my favorite thing about Will Levis and it's, uh, this emotion is almost entirely off the football field. You don't really see him flexing after a big play. You don't see him pointing I mean, first down after he scrambles. The, I mean, the,
1: look at the, look at the graphic uh, below me. That is, that is after one of his runs
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> on Monday, but, but he is a guy who operates with patience and poise 100% of the time. And That is who he is as a quarterback and as a leader and as a passer. And I I think he does a very nice job of separating the natural passion and energy that he has for the game of football and for the game that he's playing and for his teammates and getting jacked up about his own performance with wanting to stay level-headed at the same time. There was never really a moment where I looked at Will Levis and said, all right, man, settle down, right? I I, I think the whole time he operated with very good composure and only really allowed his emotions to spill out after the fact uh, most of the time. So I I, I don't think he has crossed that line. And I'm not, frankly, I'm not worried about him crossing that line. I think as, uh, I don't remember who commented it, but I think as that comment said, like you see the thought process of Will Levis before a game, in a game, after a game, self-reflection, uh, like how he can be better. Uh, I, I think he does a tremendous job of being self-critical and and getting down on himself of of criticizing himself without like basking in that emotion and knowing that he has to put, pick himself back up and maintain steadiness. But Will Levis is steady. So I, I feel, I don't, yeah, I, I have no concerns about this right now.
1: Yeah, Titan Fox says too emotional. Anyone watch Patrick Mahomes at the end of that game? Tom Brady smashing a tablet. Emotion is what you need. Yeah. Like i not nobody's nobody's denying that. I thought Patrick Mahomes looked like an an ass. He's a honestly. Clown. He's a clown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this and, was, and I, I think, mean, that
0: was that was horrific. The Patrick I Mahomes think the
1: thing. level of entitlement that Patrick Mahomes has developed into is atrocious. And it's you turning me. me off. Of one of the best players.
0: You can extend it to like the Kansas City Chiefs as a whole, organizationally, yeah. uh like the fan base, the media. Like, I mean, I just like I'm reading articles and stuff like that, are like talking about oh, inconsistency with officiating here and there or whatever. And I'm just like, what are we talking about? The guy lined up off sides, like yeah, and like, they not can't get into it out within their own fan base about whether I, or not I do think checked with the official or not.
1: And one of our guys, Charles Goldman, who's one of our leaders of our website, is uh, based out of Kansas City and write, covers the Chiefs for us at a to com. He has a great article out right now about what the honest, I think, discussion about that play is. And so you can go check that out, a to com slash Kansas City uh, for that. It's really good. And it's fair. Charles is a is a Chiefs writer, but he's not completely – but defending what the Chiefs did, I think it's a even keeled understanding the, of what I that also, situation was. We
0: also just have to bring up, like the, Pat Mahomes bringing up, uh it affects the legacy of Travis Kelsey in the post game press conferences. A hilarious all time cope mechanism. I mean, wow! I, I he's not like necessarily wrong, right? Like if a player hits an all time play that does not count and will not live in history could that affect their legacy but yes but like Travis Kelsey's probably the greatest tight end of all time but and he probably will be by the time he retires when you look at the Super Bowls and the numbers and the playoff performances like he is that good and it's it's funny just the the way Patrick Mahomes turned the bad call into well I'm mad because we didn't win this football game into uh Into like, well, this is going to affect the legacy of Travis Kelsey was just wild. (laughs) Agreed.
1: All right, Sam, let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the day. DeAndre Hopkins gives Titans fans even more reason to buy now on rookie Will Levis. But first, Sam, tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute.
0: The Bone and Joint Institute are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Don't fumble on your recovery. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute located out in Franklin with a state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist in your recovery. And everything you could need is all under one roof. No need for driving all over Middle Tennessee to get to different appointments. You can just go to the Bone and Joint Institute for clinic, image, rehab, surgery, testing, you name it. They've got it. It's a one-stop shop, uh, conveniently located right off the highway in Franklin. So schedule an appointment with them and don't fumble on your recovery. It's boneandjointtn.org.
1: And powered every morning by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. You can always win big with our bonus code, ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports when you sign up for the first time with the BetMGM app because you get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses. But hey, maybe you're already a member of BetMGM and like me and Sam and Zach and everybody else that talks about BetMGM on A to Z sports. They've got NBA bet insurance tokens out there this season, which means you get up to $25 back in bonus bets when using a bet, a NBA bet insurance token So take advantage of that this basketball season. And uh, on top of football season, right here, and BetMGM and Games, and to remind you to play responsibly. Benham Gym.com for terms and like conditions, 21 or older, Tennessee only, existing customer offer, all promotions, subject qualification, other requirements, rewards issued, and knowledgeable bonus bets, bonus days, and for problem games, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. So DeAndre Hopkins gives Titans fans even more reason to buy now on Will Levis, Sam. And this is a graphic that we made, and interesting enough, uh, Des Bryant. Uh, throwing up the X up here for uh, his take on the Titans and DeAndre Hopkins. Dez said that he was bummed and paraphrasing that he was bummed that DeAndre Hopkins signed with the Titans because he didn't think a D DeHop would get his due and his numbers for playing for the Titans style offense. But Levis is that guy. DeHop says, understandable. I play with a lot and can say, we got a ball player reacting to what Dez Bryant said about Will Levis and Diop continued after that game Monday night talking to Cam Wolf of NFL Network. I saw a dog out there today. That kid is going to be great. And so, Sam, what's your reaction to what Diop's saying about his rookie quarterback?
0: Yeah. I mean, D hop has been uh, an advocate of Will Levis from the jump, actually ironic that, you know, we just had this conversation, but he has been on the record of talking about how much he loves the emotion and the passion that Will Levis plays with on the football field. Uh, it, it, you know, he has seemingly had a lot of fun playing with Levis and two guys who were clearly on the same page and, and established a very quick chemistry, did not throw together much in practice or throughout training camp. And you know, will Levis found Hopkins for three touchdowns in his first game as a starting quarterback. So uh, I, I do think there's absolutely something to that tweet. He says, I played with a lot of them. I, I did the math, uh, you know, a while back and uh, found every starting quarterback that DeAndre Hopkins has ever played with. And there are some names on that list that are just inconceivable, like the amount of bad quarterbacks, frankly, that Hopkins has had to play with in his career has not had too many elite ones. Uh, but he knows the good ones from the mid ones from the bad ones. And, uh, he's telling you, Hey, will Levis is a good one.
1: Yeah. I've seen a lot of bad quarterbacks. I know what that looks like. This is not what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, he's seen
0: everything from like, right. Kyler and Deshaun Watson and Matt Schaub to, like, the, the middle of the road and, like, the the Brock Osweilers and Davis Mills to guys like Connor Cook and, like, Ryan Mallett and, like, just guys who were not... Who was he
1: catching passes from last year in Arizona after Collie got hurt? Colt McCoy? T- Colt
0: and- McCoy, Trace McSorley, and David Blau. Uh, he yeah. has seen... Uh, he played with T.J. Yates. He played with. Uh, I mean, it, it it is a very long list, and a lot of them are bad. <laughs> very He's bad.
1: And look, and brings up Ryan Tannehill, and I don't think that's the case. I, I think. I think, and we talked about this all summer, Sam. Ryan Tannehill, when Diop was making his free agency decision, Ryan Tannehill was a pro, a box checked. For DeAndre Hopkins and what he was looking for. Now, did it play out? No. Is that unfortunate? Yes, for a lot of people. But it's a good thing the Titans had Will Levis right there because what was the what was it? Uh, D Hop wanted a quarterback who has love for the game or something.
0: Yeah. Right? Uh, it, I mean, it, yeah. And what, we, yeah. what we just
1: talked about the first twenty five minutes of the show <laughs> the, the the quarterback passion and emotion that Will Levis plays for. So he absolutely checks that, and we've seen. DeAndre Hopkins absolutely explode uh, for the Titans since uh, Will Levis became the starting quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins had zero touchdowns in the first seven games of his Titans career. He's got six touchdowns in the Will Levis seven games of his Titans career. And look, obviously the Atlanta game is a big deal and that skews a lot of numbers and stats for everybody. But DeAndre Hopkins, I think, can clearly see that Will Levis has a lot he's working with, and this is just the beginning. And to get to a super chat here uh, on brand with the conversation, uh, uh, I'm not sure. I'm just going to say Dozier. Uh, Maybe I'm getting old, but do we have D-Hop under contract next season? Yes, the Tennessee Titans have DeAndre Hopkins under contract for 2024. Um, So that is a positive that the Titans structured that as a two-year deal because now you've got Will Levis going into year two, or the DeAndre Hopkins, they clearly have a connection. How you can be building around D Hop. And who knows, maybe D Hop's a candidate for an extension after the year to, to not just have a one year left on that deal because D Hop's not slowing down. Like, dude's got it. We And Des Bryant was tweeting about that Monday night, too. D still got it. We know that. It's very obvious.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. So, a lot here, right? And so, number one, this was my favorite thing about the D Hop contract when it was signed and you can go back and watch the A to Z sports show. If you feel like fact checking me on that, but my one thing I loved about it was the fact that it was a two year deal because of what it could potentially provide for Will Levis in 2024. And so I think you're already seeing this season How big DeAndre Hopkins is for Will Levis in 2023 on a roster that's not quite competitive enough to be like a a playoff contender right now. And yet Will Levis having a ton of success on the same page as DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Hop looks like he's probably going to go over 1,000, maybe 1,100, maybe 1,200 yards on the season and just have a really good year for the Titans here. Um, And so... Absolutely love that. I think that is a bit of a surprise, right? I think when DeAndre Hopkins signed this contract, like you said, he signed it to play with Ryan Tannehill, didn't really sign it to play with Will Levis. And this has been a pleasant surprise of just how good the rookie quarterback is, and just how much the two of them get along and how much he loves his demeanor. As far as the extension is concerned, maybe right? I I mean, I think it's easy right now to be like, no, why would Diop want to stay in Tennessee long-term? He's reestablished his value. Like he wants to go win, but maybe next year's team does win. Maybe next year's team does look a little bit more competitive. And now you have an easier selling point for a guy in Hopkins who uh, potentially, I, I don't know how he's thinking, but potentially a sense of loyalty to the Titans as well. I've kind of loved what I've seen from him. On social media and in interviews of being like, yeah, all the other teams didn't want me. Why didn't I sign with the Bills and Chiefs and them? Well, they never made an offer, man. Hashtag tighten up. Like, you know, this is where we are. This is the team that wanted me, and so making the most out of his situation. Does that come into play too? Of being like, hey, Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon gave me the pay the payday. They they believed in me at you know, my age that I was still an elite wide receiver. And if he has good chemistry with Will Levis and can continue stacking those numbers, building that legacy and maybe make a playoff run, why not?
1: Yeah. Why not? Uh, it's a great way to put it. All right. So let's go ahead and get to this conversation. This question we have asked for you guys. Uh, and look, it's a complicated one. And this is a very positive optimism slant for this. So we're asking you guys, what, is your optimism level for Will Levis? So this is a best case scenario, not quite best case scenario, but we want to know where are you right now after seven games of watching Will Levis play quarterback for the Tennessee Titans? Are you optimistic that he can be elite? Are you optimistic that he can be a Pro Bowl level quarterback? Are you optimistic to the point that he can be an above average starter for this team? Or are you just thinking he's a, Replacement level starter. So those are the four options we've got, right? Elite, Pro Bowl, above average, reprice- replacement level. I think Ryan Tannehill, over his four plus years as a Titan starter, has gone from Pro Bowl level all the way down to replacement level in that four years, right? It, it hasn't. And he's,
0: he's stayed- made stops along the way, right? There was a, yes. a Pro Bowl level of Ryan Tannehill. Then there was a time that you're like, yeah, he's just above average. And now, you know, he, he's obviously replacement level.
1: Right. And has been replaced. So, uh, what is your optimism level for Will Levis as a Titans quarterback? Are you to the point that he can be elite, Pro Bowl level, above average starter level, or repra- replacement level? Uh, those are the options that we're giving you today, streaming uh, live here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Make sure that you hit that like button on the show. We need that to happen more likes. On the show on Facebook, we got way more people that have not liked the show that have liked the show. So that's always funny. But first, Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com is their website. They are an elite Kubota dealer in the Middle Tennessee area, which means they have the best equipment in the industry and the best warranties in the industry. Plus, they have the Krebs family name, family-owned and operated for over 18 years in the mid-state. They've done so well. They started in Columbia. They did so well with their customer service and their business overall, expanded to Franklin and Murfreesboro. They should be where you should turn and who you should trust because having a relationship with your equipment provider is essential and Krebs Kubota strives to have that relationship with you. KrebsKubota.com, again, located in Franklin, Columbia, and Murfreesboro. Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer.
0: Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM. Get up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if that first bet doesn't win, with a second chance to win big. Whatever that wager amount is, if you don't win and you use the bonus code ATOZ Sports, it's going back into your account in the form of a bonus bet, so you get a second chance at it. Uh, that's the best way to do sports betting—is when it's kind of risk-free and you can get multiple shots. At hitting a big bet, so uh, if you're looking on a play at a play for a uh, NFL, <clears throat> excuse me, NFL as the season winds down, NHL, NBA, college basketball, or you know, college football bowl games season starting up pretty soon here. Make sure you are placing your bet with BetMGM and BetMGM.com.
1: All right, so Sam asking this question: What is your optimism level for Titans QB Will Levis? Is he are you optimistic he can become elite? Optimistic he can become Pro Bowl level. Is he just above average starter for you right now or replacement level starter? Uh so Sam, I'll let you hit the chat. And Adam says nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. Yes. It's not nobody, about like yes. the accolade
0: of it. It's about nobody
1: cares about the Pro Bowl game, but people absolutely care about the label of Pro Bowl player, right? That is,
0: that's even been watered down, right? Like the fact that Tyler Huntley made a pro bowl last year is crazy. And they've definitely like the replacements, the pro bowl replacements have watered down the idea of being a pro bowler in general. We see this across every sport. Like you got like 50 to 60 dudes, like making the MLB all-star team because like 10 guys can't play in the game. And now you're just like, you know, reaching into the barracks on your fifth alternate looking for yeah. a starting pitcher that's so, not going right, to pitch so in the game this, anyway.
1: Let's say this a Pro Bowl level quarterback is a top three to four level quarterback in each conference, right? So that's what we're at when we're saying, mm, uh, yeah, yeah
0: sure. I, I think, I think in general, I view it as a like you're in the top 10 of the league in, in the league but you're yeah, not, you're, but I don't, but you're not in that solid top five. If you're right. solid in that top five, you're elite. If you're, if you're frequently in that seventh to eighth best quarterback range, you are a consistent pro bowl caliber player, but you're not, you know, a, an elite quarterback. You're not quite with that group. And then anything below 10, right. You can be an above average starter uh, from about average, even the like 18th best quarterback in the league, I guess that's technically below average, but you're in that middle range up to like 10, you're an above average starter. And then, I mean, that bottom 10 to 12 quarterbacks are just kind of like fluctuating in and out.
1: They're just there, right? So where do you think about this? Do you think, uh I'll let you go to the chat, Sam. Do you, optimism level, right? Do you believe Will Levis can be elite, pro bowl level, above average, or, of repl- replacement level. I think what you said there is like top 5, top 10, a top 5 elite, top 10 pro bowl level, top, you know, 11 to 16 is at above average and then after that is replacement level. So I'm curious to see where people are at here.
0: Uh yeah, the way I do it right in my head right is like Mahomes Burrow, then it's like Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott and Lamar that-
1: Jackson. In, I mean, that, in that, in me- that,
0: like consistent Pro Bowl, and then it's like, then you've got like the Kirk Cousins group of like above average starters that can elevate to being better in in a given season than everybody else. But yeah, uh, Eric says Pro Bowl level. Uh, Pistol Ramsey's elite. Derek is elite. Steven says above average starter. Titans. Kyle says he's an above average starter. Um, Chris says top ten QB. Willie says elite. Um, uh, Jason says elite skills and studious. Uh, Jeff says above average starter between 18 to 25. That's below average. That's below average by like the actual definition of, I mean, if you're a bottom 10 quarterback in the league, you're not, so I don't know. Um, he'll be a pro bowl QB says, uh, hello ladies. Uh, see what I am optimistic. He can be elite. Pro Bowl, my ceiling is high. I'm optimistic he can be elite. Pro Bowl level, elite from Curator. Elite from Linwood, not elite, but Pro Bowl from Randy. Pro Bowler says Guy. Pro Bowl level says Robbie. Uh, a lot of elites and a lot of Pro Bowls. And then Brian and Nate both kind of playing along saying top 10. So that's in that Pro Bowl range as well. Mm-hmm. Michael, Jack, Satao, Karen's at elite. So overall, pretty, pretty good returns, Austin you want to go first or should I go? first?
1: Yeah, I'll go first. <clears throat> I, I'm not. <clears throat> look, it's been seven games. <clears throat> excuse me. Is uh, Will Levis won me over from where I was during the draft process after the yeah, draft? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And I'm still getting tweets from Kentucky fans. Monday night, a Kentucky fan tweets me. He's like, hey, man, you still gonna be hating on uh, Will Levis. I want to see this in your energy. I'm like, dude, I, I, I apologize for that after Halloween. Halloween weekend, I changed on Will Levis and was very upfront and owned it, owned it of how stupid I was and how wrong I was in that. But, you know, I get it. People don't watch the show every day, but if you're going to come at me for, you know, month old takes, you better at least, you know, do your homework before you throw stones on something. But yeah, I've, I've changed. I'm not ready to say pro bowl level optimism yet. That is something that I need more data on. I, I think above average starter is where I'm at. And if Will Levis can be a quarterback over the next few years, ranked in the NFL between 11 and 16, I think the Titans are setting themselves up pretty well. Pretty well. Because let's, let's look at the stats. He's had seven games. He's had eight touchdowns and three interceptions. Now, I know four touchdowns, no picks in this first game. So six games, four touchdowns, three picks. He's thrown more interceptable balls that haven't got caught. He fumbled one. He threw a pick that technically was a fumble. So it, you know there's some turnovers there. And the Titans offense is not scoring touchdowns that often. So I'm not really blaming him for the lack of touchdowns scored. And Derrick Henry's punched in a lot of uh, red zone uh, touchdowns too. So I'm I'm thinking – If Will Levis played, and I think, uh, who was it? Um, Covers Kentucky, Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker did the stats on what Will Levis would have been as a full season starter, and his numbers would be around 19 touchdown passes to seven to eight interceptions if he had played all 17 games. And if you're looking at a rookie quarterback to do that, it's pretty good. It's a really good starting spot to be at, at an offense that is going to have, Derrick Henry has scored double digit touchdowns every year, and he's then done that again. So and has I think, one wide receiver. Yeah, one wide receiver, a tight end that's uh-huh. just now learned how to catch and a, a first round pick that's running uh decoy routes and just getting some cardio in. Uh and we'll talk about that maybe on Friday. But yeah. I, I think I am where if Will Levis, I'm optimistic that Will Levis can become an above average NFL starter. And I think for right now, that's good enough for me. For them to build around that and to feel confident in the direction this
0: team's going. So, you're asking for my optimism level.
1: Just kind of where you're at now, right? I'm not saying that you're putting a, a cap on his ceiling. I'm not saying that.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, so I I think those are important distinction, though. So, which one is it? Is it my optimism of what he's going to be, or where I think he is at your right current,
1: now? Your current optimistic view on. And yeah, optimistic view on where you believe he will be.
0: I think he's pro bowl level with the possibility of being elite. Oh, so you're like uh, one
1: and a half tiers above me here.
0: I am. I, I mean, I, I've been above you on Will Levis from the jump. I, I have been, <laughs> yeah, That's true. I've been on Will Levis since the draft process. And I did a show on here and got ripped for it. When I said the ceiling, the the comp ceiling is Josh Allen. And if you look at the physical ability, it's a comp ceiling of Josh Allen. And I continue to be very impressed by Will Levis's poise and demeanor by his physical ability. Austin, there was a throw he made in that football game where he got leveled in the pocket and all arm dropped it in a bucket 25 yards down the field. The DeAndre Hopkins between two defenders, all arm throw. That's practical arm strength that comes in handy it's a flick of the wrist and a quick release. Uh, it it's tremendous leadership. It's a a hunger to be better. He is studious. He is in the playbook. He has the temperament of an NFL quarterback and a good NFL quarterback through and through partnered with a, an absolute like Greek God figure that you talk about, like the, how just jacked and of an athletic freak this guy is. Mm -hmm. Um, and a, and an awesome personality too. Like I think he has won a lot of Titans fans over and a lot of the NFL over where he was coming out of the draft and being like, they were like, ah, you know, he's, he's kind of, kind of, you know, not the greatest guys, kind of, kind of a jerk, all this stuff. Right. And pe- he gets to Tennessee and people are like, no, he's not. What are we talking about? Like, why was this the narrative around this guy? This guy's awesome. If I'm looking at how I feel optimistically about Will Levis, I, I, I you have to feel Really, really good about the body of work so far with the Titans, the deep ball, some of the good touch passes that he was able to throw some of the, like just the, the practical arm strength. Like I said, the ability to evade pressure, the ability to stay calm, cool, and collected. I, I, you know, said on the pregame show before that Monday night football game in Miami, he had the ability to announce himself to the NFL world as Not just the rookie quarterback that has been, you know, playing pretty well, but a rookie quarterback that you seriously need to add to the conversation about the future outlook of the AFC. CJ Stroud's already done that, right? Anthony Richardson, you saw play a couple games and you're like, okay, there's some flashes there. Like, hey, maybe he could be a pretty good player. We'll see where he goes. Bryce Young, we haven't seen that yet. C.J. Stroud and his ability to to lead a a high-scoring offense in Houston, to have some of these late-game heroics that he has had in Houston, has driven this expectation to he is going to be one of those top-tier quarterbacks in the sport. I think Will Levis on Monday Night Football in Miami in a hostile environment with the circumstances around him, and people forget it's not a very good offensive roster around him. No. No let people in the NFL world know that, Hey, not only is this p- kid pretty good, he has the ability to be awesome. I think realistically, right. He's probably a, in my head, eight to 10 best a eighth to 10th, best quarterback in the range, like an eight to 10 range, which is a good pro bowl player. The oh, Titans yeah. would love that if that's where he was, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if he, improved even more past that this is a ship i'm going down with uh you know i i really really have been impressed with will levis early on
1: oh uh, yeah no doubt i've absolutely been impressed i uh, got some comments i want to get to and, and my reaction to that sam of what you have had to say right there uh in some super chats i see brandon has a really good super chat uh, a couple other quarterbacks that have been name dropped in some super chats from brandon and ty uh when talking about will levis that i think is Uh, a good conversation to continue with. But first farm health plans can help you out. If you are in the state of Tennessee, it doesn't matter where in Tennessee, as long as you're in there, farm health plans can serve you and give you a better health plan for whatever your situation is. Maybe you and your family need that extra level of coverage. Maybe you have a growing family and you're not really sure uh, what you are going to become when it comes to your family and your family planning. Farm Bureau Health Plans can grow with you and find the right level of health coverage for whatever your situation is. They've done that for Tennesseans for over 75 years. They've helped out Zach and some others within A to Z Sports with their health coverage as well. So plan on Farm Bureau Health Plans all across the state. They support the Titans. They support sports in college and the high school level and youth level. They're invested in the community and you can invest with them and your family and get started at FBHP.com ATOZ.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Hey, listen, the Titans are at home this next weekend back in the Oilers threads. Mike Vrabel has teased the cowboy hat, maybe oh. the Bum Phillips tribute coming. It's going to be a good game at Nissan Stadium. But whether you're there or watching from home, uh, maybe you want to get in on the action. Do it with BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You can get up to $1,500 back into your account in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. So, whatever that pick is that's speaking to you this week, make sure you're placing it with the king of sports books and using the bonus code ATOZ Sports at BetMGM and betmgm.com.
1: All right, so, you know, Chris Frazier brings up the first rookie quarterback to throw for over 300 yards in Monday Night Football. I, I thought that was just a wild stat to think about. I'm like, really? In all the years of Monday Night Football and all the rookies, nobody's thrown for 300, even like in a loss. Like, you could throw for you could throw for a bunch of yards uh, in games and then not oh, matter. Yeah. Will Levis did it in a game where he came back and won, in, uh, defying all the odds of being down 14 with under three minutes to go and not needing overtime to do it. All those things, right? So you bring up, you think, answering the question of you know what's your optimistic view on Levis, elite, Pro Bowl level, uh, above average starter or replacement level. I say above average, you're right there above me with Pro Bowl, with the possibility of becoming elite. I think Will Levis has all the physical tools to do it. I think he's got the mindset to do it as well, to get to that level. What I'm concerned about is, is the decision making that constantly puts him in trouble. And it's turnovers, it's bad play at times, backbreaking decisions that go against him. And then it's taking care of himself and not being Mr. Meathead out there trying to run through uh, defenders or tackle defensive linemen with his throwing shoulder. So a lot of things can go wrong for, for Will Levis, just like any pro athlete. A lot of things can go wrong, but I, I do like what he has to work with, the tools and the resources. It's just, how can it be put together and then how can he apply it and keep it consistent
0: yeah so will levis is a quarterback that is always going to have a lot of volatility with him and i think just this is a disclaimer for titans fans everywhere keep that in mind throughout his entire career like we we cannot have a reactionary assessment of will levis after each and every game throughout his nfl career because there's going to be a lot of volatility It is one of the most infuriating NFL opinions in the world to me when people always bail on Josh Allen, like after he has a bad game or a bad two games, because Josh Allen always comes back and finds a way to be elite. It's like they lose in the playoffs one year, and it's like, did we overestimate how good Josh Allen is? Is he actually not a good quarterback? Because he can't seem to win in the playoffs. And then you know, you look at his playoff statistics and you realize he's the best quarterback in playoff history. If you actually look at the numbers and he'll have games that he throws for four touchdowns and runs the ball. And he is, he's reckless, right? And Will Levis is that to some extent too. I'm not as concerned about that in today's NFL. I actually think it's fine. There might be some three interception games. There might be some days that turning the football over shoots the Titans in the foot. But I think the upside of the arm talent, the ability to create quick offense, quick explosive plays uh, and hurt you in multiple levels is going to be something that the Titans can rely on for years to come to have a competent offense uh, that can score a lot of points. And that's what you see in Buffalo, right? There are days that it's just not going with Josh Allen. He's making bad decisions. And you're like, what the heck is he doing? And then at 75 yards to Gabe Davis up the seam and you're like, oh, boom, there's points real quick. Oh, there's a absolutely crazy throw to Stefan Diggs, uh, like on the sideline. That's crazy. And so I, I just think it's important for Titans fans, right? If there's a game that will Levis make some of those decisions, throw some of those interceptions, don't jump ship, right? Weather the storm and realize that there's going to be a game maybe a week or two weeks later. That is going to be wow again, but I think that can win. And I think you can win that way in today's league.
1: All right. Make sure you uh, like the show here uh, on this Wednesday, talking a lot about Will Levis, a couple comments uh, that I saw early. Ty had an early, early comment that I wanted to save. Levis has a similar mindset to Burrow. People around them always think of themselves as football players, not quarterback, except Levis has the physicality to play like that. Um, I, I would agree overall with what Ty has to say there. Brandon says Stroud reminds him of Herbert's rookie season. Levis reminds me of Burrow's rookie season. Not saying he's Joe Burrow, but just want to see what it's like with the Jimmys and the Joes around him. And I think that's where Man, I, I think Stroud that's
0: Herbert comp is actually very interesting.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It, and I think Stroud, I don't remember Justin Herbert's rookie year. Like, obviously I'm going through Stroud's in real time, but you know, CJ Stroud's had some like clutch ass moments where Justin Herbert, I feel like has had numbers, but not the victories to go along with it. Uh, you know, and that's bigger than Justin Herbert's problems. Those are Chargers' problems to the Spanos family all the way down to their head coach. So you know, I do think the. I mean, can can Will Levis continue to draw comparisons to Josh Allen and Joe Burrow? I mean, good lord, that would be incredible if the Titans could find that in the second round. But you know, we'll kind of see, and also we'll see what the the deal is with C.J. Stroud as the Texans practice today. Working, yeah, not the Texans good. practice today and Stroud and concussion protocol. Which, we'll see. How I that guess works. that is
0: looking good for Titans fans, but yeah, not looking but, good for CJ Stroud.
1: And look, I, I think CJ Stroud versus Will Levis, the, it would have been a great moment to watch to kind of go, you know, tit for tat and see what happens. Well, we All might right. get
0: it two weeks from now, so.
1: That's true. But, you know, twice would have been better. True. But hey, <laughs> we'll get to the impl- implications on that uh, throughout the rest of the week. But Sam... Are you ready for Tuesday sports trivia? Not, don't pull the trigger yet, but I'm not, I I'm, I'm
0: just, I'm getting ready.
1: Okay. You're getting ready. Let's I'm, get
0: re- I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: Out to our friends at Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Wink, wink. It's a great time to buy a car. Wink, wink. You got until like 18 days left, 17 days, 18 days to buy a new ride, uh, where you're gonna save a lot of money. Wink, wink. It's the perfect time to buy a car. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Sam, are you ready for trivia? And let's hit it.
0: Let's, oh, oh. Well, I see. I I normally say let's hit it. That's normally my. I like that's my job.
1: That's me. That's on me. That's on me. It's,
0: all right. hey, it's okay. There. All I'll right, be so better.
1: Sam. We failed last week in trivia.
0: Yeah, um, the the celebrity mashup it was got us last week. That And I've i been kicking myself since. It it made a lot of sense because uh, I had Jesse Plemons in my head and I didn't pull Jesse Plemons and I talked about Jesse Plemons and then didn't go back to it and we lost because of it. So that's on me. I'll wear that one. Uh, hopefully the mashup's not that hard. Austin, where are we starting?
1: Let's start. I pick the first and then you pick the second. So, uh the chat picks the second category uh and so get ready for that. So, I'm going to start with retail and shopping for this holiday season.
0: Retail and shopping. Here we go. In 2009, this off-price department store chain dropped the words Coat Factory from its brand name. Everybody Ooh. should know this one. Ooh, man. Everybody it, should know this one.
1: When you walk into into <laughs> Yeah, you almost said it. When you walk into Burlington Coat Factory, it's six hundred dollars. <laughs> Burlington,
0: oh, yeah, mats on it. Uh, both mats actually. Uh, oh, Nick, everybody, Byron,
1: everybody. Yeah, a lot on of it.
0: people are on it, and this would be the Burlington Coat Factory that has just gone to Burlington. Uh, I'm going with the second one here. I get to pick. I'm going to sports stadiums because okay, it's a unique one. I like this. Yeah, little it is corner. This little yeah. corner sports category is usually better apartment. than baseball. No. Oh, well, I already know this one. Uh, Because Comerica Park is baseball and Little Caesars Arena, host of the big four sports team residing in what U.S. state? Austin, do you know this? Use your context clues here. I think so. Well, what's your guess? Don't look at the chat. I see you looking at the chat.
1: I, yeah, I looked at, I, I was wrong then.
0: Okay, what was your? What I was you gonna
1: say, think? I was gonna say Illinois because I thought Comerica was is that not the white no, the great American? No, that's Old Comiskey
0: say. is what you're thinking oh. of. Um, Comerica is the home of the Detroit Tigers. Okay. Um, and Little Caesars Arena, Little Caesars, Detroit-based company because they have Detroit-style pizza, uh, oh. is where the Detroit Pistons play.
1: So. Pistons and and probably and Red, Red Wings ones. too, yes, right? Correct. So Michigan, Michigan is where we're gonna go on that one. All right. So now I got to go find uh, the chats where they want to go with their category because, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Cody says the NBA. We'll, we'll go with Cody, the NBA next. Usually we save uh, the, the sports ones for later, but that's cool. NBA for Cody.
0: Larry Bird was the head coach of this Eastern Conference team from 97 to 2000, leading them to an NBA Finals appearance. I think I know this. I hope you know this. Yeah, I mean, this is easy, right? It should be, but I mean, not a big like NBA guy, but you know what? The, 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 I mean, era, the timing I mean, is
1: knowledge. where it is, is, more challenging for you, but yeah, I mean, but I know Larry, Bird
0: I, Larry Bird's got his MJ ties and you know, it's 90s stuff. So yeah, this is the Indiana Pacers. It, okay. Good job, be, Sam. Yeah. I mean, that's just it, more it, of
1: like a, that's just more of like a, when you were born knowledge. And Indiana State
0: heard. Sycamore, Larry Bird, man is a val- Valley runs deep.
1: There you go. There you go. All right, next category. Let's uh, get a tic-tac-toe rolling with snacks and candy.
0: All right, snacks and candy. Here we go. Uh, Nestle product. Nestle produces this variety of frozen dessert-filled ice cream cones known for a chocolate-lined cone and a chunk of chocolate at the bottom. Oh, man, I love these things. Hold on.
1: Oh, no.
0: I love these things, man. These
1: things were like the talk of, like, Middle school cafeteria.
0: Oh, the these are I, I these might be the goat frozen product.
1: I the the chat is all over
0: drumsticks. Yeah. Drumsticks. And I was not,
1: I was trying, I was it's thinking of something little, else.
0: It's the you know what I'm talking about. The cone, it's got the chocolate coating yeah. on top with the nuts yeah. on the top, and yeah, yeah, man.
1: I didn't realize that there was a chunk of chocolate at the bottom. I was never a big drumstick uh person.
0: Yeah, Amanda's right. All-time snack legitimately could make a case to me. I think like between Drumstick and like the uh, Toll House Chip Witch, I think those two are like heavy hitters. It's hard to
1: beat. Go buy a box of classic ice cream sandwiches. Put them in your freezer. See how fast they go.
0: Oh, I, Hey, ice cream. I, I'm, I'm not going to hate on an ice cream sandwich here. Oh, I do the classic. I, I prefer the chip, which though there's something about the crunch of the, the cookie. That's I true. think those are the two goat, uh, like frozen ah, treats man. that you can. I eat. just
1: think I, I would eat uh if I, cause you know, I work from home, right? So if I were to go buy a pack of ice cream sandwiches, I don't think they would last it more than two sleeps. I think it's, I, I the day that I get it one sleep yep. the next day, I'm, I'm polishing off that whole box.
0: Yeah. It's right. me with any sort of like bad food. I can't have them in the house. Otherwise, exactly. it's just like a straight, yeah.
1: Uh, so. Brandon says three to time ice cream sandwiches. Dude, <laughs> when right, I, um,
0: so when I was a kid and I used to make ice cream, I would put like vanilla or mint ice cream in a bowl and then my topping. Was was an ice cream sandwich that I just break <laughs> over the top of it and j- just awful stuff. I mean, I. My like, brother
1: used to break up the ice cream sandwich in a bowl and then put chocolate syrup all over it.
0: Yeah, uh, yep, that sounds uh, about right. <laughs>
1: sounds about like a seven year old, right? Uh, yeah, music, exactly. let's let's get music and knock out that column.
0: Adam Levine was the featured artist on this American rap group's 2011 hit song "Stereo Hearts." I've got this is such a good song too. Oh. Rap rock group, yeah. My heart's stereo; it beats for you, so listen close. Oh
1: man, that was—I don't know.
0: I know the song. People are on it. Jim Class Heroes, baby. If I was Uh, just another dusty record on the shelf, it's good song. Jim Class Heroes.
1: Did not know anything about Jim Class Heroes.
0: It's a good band name, too. That's a good band name. A good and band hey, name. I'm going to sing all I want. It's trivia. I'm having a fun time on a Wednesday. So, <laughs> no, respectfully decline your request for no singing. Uh,
1: you actually can sing. That was not your best effort.
0: No, uh, yeah, I'm not. C- I'm not celebrity, a bad singer, celebrity
1: Celebrity fun. mashup, Sam.
0: All right, here we go. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Um. <laughs> Um, okay uh i first
1: thought outside is that's it's not scarlett johansson is it
0: i i have no hair? idea i thought brie larson i thought uh jennifer lawrence uh but the hair's throwing me off because the hair is like devin's
1: thoughts scar scar joe uh nate says trevor lawrence
0: <laughs> <laughs> trevor lawrence <laughs> Um,
1: I, Scarlett. Jo- I feel like it's Scarlett Johansson's ears. You know, it sounds freaking weird, but like no, I, I, like I the- get
0: it. You can, I can kind of see that. I'm doing the thumb trick, and I can see a Scarlett Johansson face there. Um, um that's kind of a hairstyle I could see her rocking too. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think we should go with. That Who's the middle?
1: Scar- Who the hell is the middle
0: of that? I, 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 I mean. Is that, Who is that So somebody said Martin Sheen. Is that Martin Sheen?
1: God, he's a chapstick.
0: I mean Martin Sheen like is he just old enough that like we can't really see his like the facial structure much anymore?
1: I don't know, but more, the more you zoom in, the more I I think it's Scarlett Johansson.
0: I I'm with the Scarlett Johansson that, guess. That's
1: not Martin. I can I,
0: I it looks like her forehead to me. So
1: that's that's a good one too and her hair part oh i have no idea. i don't know who the hell that is in the center
0: yeah people are saying it's not martin sheen so we have to figure out uh, who the heck this is um is this one robert redford <laughs> that's not a bad it's the, not
1: willem defoe
0: wait hey because robert redford was the conversation last time we did this yeah. and James might-
1: Kahn? No, it's not James
0: Kahn. No, I don't think they would do it. Somebody dead. They, I don't, I don't know if they've ever done that before. So I wouldn't do James Kahn. Um, I would know James Kahn's face. I'd be like, is this Robert? It's not Redford?
1: De Niro. It's, let's go with Redford. Let's try Redford and Joe Hanson.
0: All right. I mean, I, I don't know. Nobody's, nobody really has a guess that I'm no, like,
1: that one, um,
0: all right, Scarjo and Robert Redford is the best I got here, so that's what we're gonna roll with. Bang!
1: Oh, we got it. Bang! Oh, geez, that was stressful. All right, let's wow. go. Gotta, I don't know. I go. forgot who
0: said that first. Who threw the Who threw the Robert Redford out yeah, there first? I, I know, saw it whoever, and I was like, wait a minute, that is who that is. There we it, go. You know,
1: it did. People mentioned Dustin Hopkins late. There was a little hint of Dustin Hopkins, but uh, not Dustin
0: Hopkins, the kicker.
1: No, uh, who, who, somebody creates, no. Dustin just,
0: Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Somebody
1: commented Dustin Hopkins. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I meant like, Hoffman. They meant Hoffman. All right, so uh, let's go movies, then TV, then in on NFL.
0: Quentin Tarantino's feature-length directorial debut is this 1992 neo-noir crime film that opens with gangsters eating breakfast, discussing tipping, and Madonna's Like a Virgin. Uh, this is,
1: uh, is this not Pulp Fiction?
0: discussing tipping gangsters eating breakfast yeah this is pulp fiction
1: pulp fiction right
0: yeah.
1: yes hey i'm glad i'm proud of myself on that one to be honest yeah, that's a good i got one. that quick oh, oh no
0: what? no it, it might um yeah Reservoir dogs. On it. it yeah. Oh, crap i feel like that's mandela it's like mandela effect or placebo or something you just kind of talk yourself into that. yeah
1: well i mean the whole like a lot of the chat was in on that Sorry, zoom back in, because uh, we're going to have to go Reservoir Dogs, and, and hopefully- Yeah, we are have, have
0: to do play. it at the end. Following the fictional college football team, Thad oh, Castle. Oh, yes. This is good. I mean, this is Blue Mountain State. We Yeah, this is Thad Castle of Blue Mountain State. Uh, Spike sitcom. There it is. NFL show. 2011 Eagles player finished second in the nationwide fan vote, losing out to Peyton Hillis to be on the cover of Madden 12. Um, Eagles is this, uh, 2011. I mean, is this like Michael Vick?
1: No, this this could um, – It could be Vick. I was thinking Shady McCoy. But Vick is not a bad guess. But I also feel like Madden at that is point would have not – Maybe it
0: could it's be not D-Jax. it's not McNabb. I promise you it's not McNabb. It's
1: I don't I think it's either DJx. hold on, Deshaun Jackson. What I, people are
0: saying McNabb. I don't feel like this is McNabb. McNabb was done with the Eagles by then.
1: For sure. Vic was already on and they wouldn't have done Vic again after the dogfighting issue. For PR reasons, Vic was on O4, the greatest Madden of all time. You can be on it
0: more than once. And it is, no, a I know fan, it's a fan vote though, I guess. Yeah, they but did I don't, I don't think they would have put correctly.
1: Michael Vick on there.
0: Yeah. If I remember correctly, every team had a nominee and then it was like a tournament. Um, but I, feel I like think it makes sense. Cause he had a huge year that year in
1: 2009. Cause this is like 2000. No,
0: it, this was the 2011 season. Michael Vick had a huge year in
1: 2011. Oh, Madden 12. Okay. Um, and
0: he's throwing the. We're saying we're saying Vic. Yeah. But
1: I, I, th- I think shady McCoy, but I mean, Vic, I guess Michael Vick. We can go with Michael Vick. Oh, it's right. Let's okay, go. Okay, We got it.
0: There we go. And then <laughs> we can. Reservoir dogs. All right. There okay. we go. Well, we, we've, we got there. We, we got
1: survived. There. We survived. And for that, 40% off merch, shopa to com. That's shopa to z sportsnashville.com for uh, 40% off all of our merch. So make sure you check that out. Uh, so please buy our stuff so Zach and I don't have to house it in our homes. I already have enough things in my garage from the move still. Uh, so posting the link right there. Forty percent off. Shop. A to Z sports, Please buy it. The pullovers are great. The hats are great. The shirts are great. Do it. Forty percent off. Get it for somebody you like for the the new year, uh, for Christmas. I don't. I can't guarantee Christmas shipping, but uh, I will say I can guarantee forty percent off. Right, right there. So, Sam. We succeeded in trivia. We had to use the double dip, just like me going back to the freezer to get Wait, more ice just, cream sandwiches. We pulled
0: the trigger too early on on Pulp Fiction. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't pause enough, and we yep. yeah. Hey, got carried away.
1: It's okay. It's okay. It happens. It happens for sure. All right. Make sure you guys like the show before you head out of here. We need more people to like the show every day. So please hit that like button on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Thursday morning. Appreciate it as always.